The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? This is Nick Schatz, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Nikki Spagnola. And here we are, back inside We're the back. SWBC Podcast Studio. This is another season of Mixed Shots. Somehow, we're back. Bill Jones, <laughs> Everson Walls, and the star of this show, Mickey Spagnola. It's been a while since we've it's done this. It's been a it while, has. man. Where's I guess we applause? did it in June. Chris, what's the applause, no. man? Did, did we do it in June? We did it in June. Yeah, we June. did it in June. But this is a new yeah. season. Yes. It's officially a new season now. Now it can start. That's right. And Chris Beam is uh, the man behind the scenes making it all happen <laughs> and why we are on time right now at 212. <laughs> Oh, there, there it is. is. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, now that. we're officially oh, back. That's it. That's it. It's playing this before September. Love it. You know what we need to do? It's, we all need to go get one of the old hats. Yeah. With a little cowboy Joe on it. Uh, we all need, we riding a horse. Yeah. We all need to yeah. start smoking cigarettes. That's what we need to do. Oh, here Let's we go. We're going to throw back on them, man. Come on. Well, and it is an exciting week here at the Star in Frisco. We got kicked off yesterday, last night, with the open practice. We're just hours away from another open practice at Ford Center. Michael Irvin's big day is tomorrow. Game on Friday against the Seattle Seahawks. And here we go. How do you think that's going to work out with Michael Irvin hosting an an event, the MC? He is. Thursday. Thursday. Oh yeah, I know about that. Yeah, yeah. It's the yeah, kickoff event. Are you gonna be there? I'll be there. Yeah. All right, you gonna you gonna take a stroll down the blue carpet on Tostitos Championship I am. Plaza? I already got my suit picked out. Oh. Got a hat? Yeah. Hat? No hat. No hat. No hat. <laughs> Top hat. I'm wearing a tie today. <laughs> I'm wearing a tie this time. Yeah. So uh, are you I'm gonna be ready. styling? I'm gonna be styling with the family. Oh really? The entire Walls clan will be there. Okay. Tomorrow, having a good time. All right. See oh, my boy very good. tomorrow probably. Right. I'll see. See, the guy gets a yeah. documentary on himself, and see now he's on a blue carpet. That's yeah, right. From now and you guys introduce me like Game of Thrones. Everson <laughs> <laughs> you know, Walls, interceptor of balls. How else they said? That Did you watch Twenty Four Seven? Leader of Men. I have seen it. It's <laughs> yeah. very, it's very. What good. a great title for it! Twenty Four Seven coverage. Yeah, those guys are very creative. They did a great job. The, from starting from the title to mm-hmm. everything else, the way they did, they made me look all cool and whatever. You know, instead of just sounding like a whiner. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> it made my whining sound. You know. A little bit upstanding, so and yeah, yeah you, you finally were able to get time to yourself to watch it. <laughs> right. Get time to myself to talk about myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what it's all about, man. No, it was good. <laughs> it was good. And if anybody else hasn't seen the first one they put out, Mind Games, uh, with mental illness and football, Charles Haley was unbelievably open and good. I mean, it was almost like He's going to make me cry. <laughs> and Haley's never that serious, right? And uh, that was a good one. Well, I, I just got through talking, telling them how, you know, once you get the respect of my family, mm-hmm. they, they saw it before I did. 
And man, they were like, "You've got to watch it, Dad. You've got to watch it, honey. You've got to watch it." So, I finally had to watch it. But of course, I got to watch it by myself. You watch it by you yourself. Know what I mean? It's always tough watching yourself. You know, is it tough for you to watch yourself when uh, you do? Yeah. Okay. I mean, no. Some people are just good at it. You know, they're like, "Okay, I'm looking for mistakes and to get better in that." Let me tell you, I, tell you a quick story. First time I was ever on television, my first TV job in Lubbock. It took me six months before I, got, I drew it. up the courage the to watch myself one. on television. I am not the only one. <laughs> I thought it was just it took, me. It took some some courage. Yeah. <laughs> no, how about this? This I this, was alone in the dark watching uh, it. Okay, I sleep. All right, like this that. is even worse. If you produce one of those things, I did the Walt Garrison one, and uh, I called him up and I had the, the disc to bring over to him so he can see it. So he says, yeah, yeah, just come on over to the house. So I go over to the house. Oh, you had to watch it, it to with him? him? No. Oh. Not only, no, wait. Not only with him, but a, like six of his friends. Oh. oh. And oh, I'm no. sitting there going, ah, oh, are you kidding me? If something doesn't go right, <laughs> right. don't stop and turn Yeah, because he's going to look at me and go, oh, what are you? I was, I was, like, I was misquoted. <laughs> I was dying. <laughs> it turned out okay, but it's still to watch it with the person you do it for yeah that's tough yeah all right bring us up to speed on what's going on well we got another practice tonight at the ford center mm. uh one last night uh, so that's their two practices of the week getting ready for the final preseason game on friday after um thursday's is called award ceremony cowboys, cowboys. Night. it's a kickoff cowboys it's, it's night a- it's just a kickoff. It's That's a all. kickoff. That's Cowboys call kickoff. It. That's what they call it, a kickoff. Yeah. All right. And that's Thursday. That's all Thursday. Day. It's tomorrow. It's yes. fast approaching. It's tomorrow. And, of course, it all starts tomorrow morning with uh, First Take. And Michael Irvin, Stephen A. Smith, Jerry Jones is going to be a part of that oh, tomorrow morning that. from 9, <laughs> 9 to o'clock. 11. You're going to be there at I 9? Right. <laughs> I would be up. Not, <laughs> not there. No, no. <laughs> I think, so. I think I'll show up for that. You will? Yeah. All right. To watch. We'll look, are you going to be in the background? Yes. <laughs> I'm not on any blue carpet. I'm no, no, no. Any... Just bring a banner. Yeah. No, there, look over. here. Look, look. You can take a look right there. Okay. There it is. Oh, Tostitos wow. Championship Plaza. That is the scene. No, that's where... the Ford Center. It's... That Isn't is it? Tostitos Championship. Oh, that's outside, oh, Mickey. Oh, it's <laughs> outside. Sorry, sorry. It looked indoors. He's on it. You're the on FT it, FT stands for first take. Just let me know. First take. Oh. And so they've got that set up for tomorrow morning, and then they will roll out the blue carpet there. And so fans can come out and see the likes of Everson Walls, other cowboy greats from the past, cowboy greats from the present as they take a stroll inside Ford Center. Mickey, will you be in that? Uh, I don't believe so. Uh, you, no, but you speaking of cowboy greats, yes, it's a good transition. Hopefully, it's not sensitive to Everson Walls, but <clears throat> uh, Chuck Holly got selected. It looks oh, like Chuck. he'll make it into the Pro Football Hall of Fame as a senior. One of the three guys selected. They weren't. And gonna, Joe Klecko and Ken Riley were right. the other two. And they weren't going to do two Cowboys, unfortunately. Well, obviously. they could have. Yeah, they, yes, they could have. have. <laughs> I mean, no, there's no law against they, it. I mean, I'm just were, saying. They, they you know, we could, it's the first time for everything. They you know? weren't going to do that, my God. <laughs> I they, had my fingers crossed. And, I then, that uh, and then this morning, uh, news came out that uh, Don Coriel yeah. is also one of the finalists. He's the coach 
contributor contributor uh, category finalist, and so it's basically a formality that those four will be voted in yeah. after the first of the year. And you go don't in. forget about Ken Riley. Yeah, Ken Riley. Ken Riley Jr. Was it Ken Riley Jr. or just Ken Riley? I think it's Ken Riley. That was before we added the juniors on names. (laughs) Okay, okay. (laughs) Ken Riley, uh, 65 interceptions as a cornerback for not really a good team at all in Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. And I tell people all the time, it's tough to play well on a bad team. Now, was he – was it Florida A? Florida A&M, right? HBCU player. I believe uh, uh, Gaither was his coach. Who also coached uh, Bob Hayes? Okay, so that's he's as legendary as Eddie Robinson, and he was just as good as well. So, you're talking about a big history there, long history, and a proud history. Uh, God, the man's passed on. I think he passed on two to three years yes. ago. Yes, I saw that. And uh, yeah, now his son is taking up the banner, and 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 he's been uh, posting a lot of positive things on Facebook, and I've been following that. It's just good to see. Yeah, the times that I did not make it, 2018 was my last day, last time for modern day uh, in category. And I didn't get in, but two guys got in that, you know, they were writing the wrong, and that was Robert Brazil and Jerry Kramer. Right. Come on, man. Yeah. Both of those guys. Uh, it's just ridiculous that they weren't already in. So that w- they righted that wrong. And also I was able to see – you know, these two as well. Chuck Howley, I mean, come on, man. It's, I, you know how we are with Cowboy fans. It's, how does it take so long? I don't know, man. It's, it's, you writers, it's you guys, don't, man. Don't say it's you, guys. them writers. Uh, you know? <laughs> Just to give you an idea on Chuck Howley, when Chuck Howley retired in 1973, Tom Landry had the quote that he had, didn't believe he had ever seen a linebacker play the game any better than Chuck Halley did. And, and, and Tom, Tom Landry had like Sam that. Huff with the Giants. <laughs> right. <laughs> and Tom doesn't just throw stuff out there like that. Right. No. You know, that's real stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, with Ken Riley, just, you know, he's, he's up in, in, in Cincinnati doing Yoma's work for a team that no one even had an eye on, but he still had the pride to come out there and play hard every game and get 65. I'm bragging on my 57. Some of that was that safety. <laughs> <laughs> but all of his was at the cornerback position. Yeah, and the other thing, up. like on Chuck Halley, he went to the Ring of Honor like that. I he, mean, was the first, right. he was the fourth one in. Yeah. So yeah, and just a few years after, and it he was retired. only and it was only a couple of years because the first was um, Lily, Lily, and then Meredith and Perkins, Perkins, and then Holly. Yeah, you know, and as you learn this process, you realize that you know the buck has to start somewhere. So whoever was supposed to present him all of those years. That, that he had retired. I mean, right after he retired, he could have, should have been first ballot. But for all of those years, those decades, decades, someone was, ne- they were neglected to put him in to even bring his name up. And to me, that's just criminal. And then back then, there was cowboy bias in the voting. You know, I think it's kind of simmered now. But those old guys from the East Coast, right. they still didn't like the cowboys. Right. And Holly should have been in in Fortunately, fingers crossed, uh, I got to talk to his son, mm-hmm. uh, Scott, and, um, you know, he's he said he's kind of in the final stages of dementia. Uh, and it's like, do you think he'll be able to be part of the ceremony? He says, well, we're going to try 
discuss with the doctors, see if they think it's good for him to travel. And it just sort of reminded me of, I don't know if you guys will remember this name. So it was back when maybe it was Michael Irvin's time to get in. Um, Gene Hickerson, he was an offensive lineman from Mississippi State, played mm-hmm. for Cleveland, mm-hmm. blocked for Jimmy Brown, Leroy Kelly. He got in, and he was in the last stages of dementia, and he had to sit there in a wheelchair when they did the gold jacket deal. Yeah. And it, it was a sad sight because yeah. I, I wasn't sure he knew he was there, mm-hmm. right? And less than a year later, he passed away. Right. So you got to get these guys in before this stuff happens, mm-hmm. right? You know, you don't wait. You know, I, I, I think about, um, you know, some guys like Tech Schramm was voted or Jerry was going to put him in the ring of honor. Mm-hmm. And he, they did it in April. He died in, like, July or August. Mm-hmm. So he knew, but he never got a chance to, you know, kind of take the stage. Right. And take his bow yeah. and, right. on and the so field. I, I'm, I just hope that, you know, he will remember because uh, Scott said when he told Chuck, uh, he called him up over the phone and, and said, hey, you know what, you got in. And he said there was a long pause, and he goes, okay, Bye. Mm -hmm. I just don't know that he knew. Right. You know, last time I think we saw him was at the Ring of Honor walk uh, ceremony because he actually stood up up on that ledge up there. Mm -hmm. And um, I think he was standing up with his grandson who had his Marine uh, uniform on. But that was, you know, that was it. And it's like, ah. That's why I was, you you know, with... You know, that was probably the last time I think we saw Don Perkins, too, mm-hmm. that he was able to, to get up there. And, and I remember this about that because he was kind of using a cane and a walker, and they brought him to where his number was, right? And they showed up. He, they brought it on a golf cart, and they showed up with a um, a wheelchair. And I saw him look at the wheelchair, and he was like, I'm, I'm walking there, right? And his daughter was there, who we had done the I- interview with for the documentary. Yeah, I that, and I looked at her, and she smiled, and we, we kind of winked at it. It's like, no way I'm, oh, I'm getting stuff. wheeled to that number, right? He walked there. Uh, and that's the kind of guy he was. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm just glad for the Holly family that, you know, they'll be able to enjoy it. I don't know how much he will, but, yeah. Uh, so it's been a long time coming. Mm-hmm. And again, it's uh, the final vote will come in January. And, you know, they've changed it with COVID where they were doing the online vote because it, for years it was the Saturday before the Super Bowl. Right. And That's so I'm not right. sure if they're continuing that this year uh, as far as the Hall of Fame committee goes, but it's uh, basically a formality. These guys are going to get in, uh, which is great to see. All right. How about we take a break and we'll get back to the news of the day when mixed shots continues in just a moment. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh, she's doing great. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? <sighs> great job, honey! Oh. oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. <sighs> 
The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm a broken traffic light. Stop and go is the name of my game. It's easy. You go, they go. What was it? They go, you go. <laughs> and if you have the wrong car insurance, these repair costs could stop you in your tracks. So get Allstate's new low auto rate and be better protected from mayhem like me. Not available in every state based on coverage and limits selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel? Attend the best tailgate party in Texas? Tour the star? and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls, with Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Back, back to mixed Shots. Cowboys fans, come out and represent Cowboys Nation as ESPN's first take Featuring Stephen A. Smith and Michael Irvin, films in front of a live audience at the Star in Frisco on tomorrow morning from 9 to 11 a.m. See Jerry Jones, the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. Be ready with questions for Stephen A. Smith. For more info, visit thestarinfrisco.com. That was good, Bill. Wonder if uh, what kind of predictions? You should do more readings, man. It's more exciting. <laughs> I wonder <laughs> what is that supposed to mean. I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. Vicky, you, you get to read it. Come up after think, the next break. How's I, that? I, I could do blockchain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Michael made a big prediction about the Cowboys here the, the oh, last no. couple of weeks ago. What was I heard it? about that. Did you? <laughs> you did. It was. Uh, I can't him. wait. He's going to be on the TV broadcast <laughs> on Friday night, so I need to do my research on it and oh, bring it up man. to him. Um, it was that the Cowboys have the potential to, to go undefeated. Undefeated, like it, the the seventy two Dolphins. Dolphins. Just came That's back exactly to me. Exactly what he said. Fifty, 50 <laughs> year anniversary. Yeah, I did not right? have there to. There you go. He <laughs> explained himself on the fan this morning. If anybody wants. Oh, he to did. Go. Yes, he did. He explained himself. On he the said fan. It, something to the effect of if. They correct these penalties. They it's something to that effect where like you. That's the same you thing fix you the penalties. That's right. Something like that. That's right. Yeah, but you, that's, they that's clean not up ex- the penalties and they can be the seventy-two Dolphins. That's still pretty mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, I mean that they said that the uh, Dramamine was was 
Well, and he was on a boat and uh, the <laughs> mixed with his uh, toothpaste. Kind of had it messed up there. Now the yeah. the seventy two Dolphins went seventeen and zero, but that, that included playoff games. Well, the Cowboys can go seventeen and zero and not win a just, playoff game. Well, I mean, we go seventeen and zero, then that's still pretty good. Yeah, but we better win a playoff game. We better win a playoff game. Don't bring San Francisco in here again. That's right. <laughs> Could you imagine that? Go seventeen and zero, and, and then, then lose, lose the first round playoff. <laughs> so well, we'd get a bye. I'm pretty sure we'd get a bye. Well, you probably would. yeah, uh, but it's still it'd first be a time divisional round. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, all right, uh, Mickey. Um, news coming out of last night's practice. You had an opportunity to watch. I had an opportunity to watch. We streamed it live. All the two hour practice, and it was also on TXA twenty one. What was your takeaway? Um. I think the the best thing that occurred was some of the guys that were questionable to play or practice actually practice. So it was good to see C.D. Lamb out there. Uh, good to see Noah Brown out there. Um, let's see who else. Matt Walesko was Matt out Walesko. there. Matt Walesko. That one I'm I'm wondering because I don't I don't remember seeing him take snaps. I saw him. Didn't no, he was he out got there. No, snaps? he was out there because I saw him out there no. doing the warm up. No, no, he was out there. I in think team. they got to basically test the shoulder and see if he can do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he doesn't need immediate surgery because it's hard when you have a subluxation of your shoulder. You know they can put a harness on it, but offensive linemen need to use their shoulders. Right. You use the t- subluxation. Could you run that down to? It's like when you dislocate. Layman's terms, You dislocate please. your shoulder, it goes mm-hmm. out and, or separates, and then comes back in. All the time? On mm-hmm. its own. All the time. Yeah. 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 you got to keep I've it strapped down. Other... But but you've already stretched the ligament in there, and that's what they usually have to go in and fix. Rudimentary methods for that. I saw I was with the – I think I was with the Giants, and this one guy did it. Uh, so they strapped a weight plate to his arm. As he was laying on his back on on, on the, the the table, and they just dropped it oh, really? oh, to bring it back in. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, I mean, oh. this is oh. these are these are do, these were trainers. I was in the pros. These are trainers that they, that did this. Oh, and I was oh, like, that hurts. Oh, wow, that's amazing. Because <laughs> usually they kind of massage it back in. Oh, well, you oh know, my they, shoulder hurts. That was one of those. That was one of those on three. Okay, and one, bam. That was oh it. no. And he, oh. oh man, he screamed. He screamed. Yeah, I never did that. <laughs> Well, you yeah, know, those are the days. That those, how I, old I, we are, guys. No, that's, how, that's how, how they used to do how it. How old is this one? <laughs> when you know how Dick Nolan used to walk around in his. Of course, he was. That was my coach. Side, yeah. Sideways, he had to write on the board. Like so this. <laughs> he hurt his shoulder playing for the, with the Giants, and uh, they were in a road game. And he said the back in the day, that teams didn't travel a doctor with them. They hired a doctor at the city they were playing in. And the way the doctor got paid is they gave him two tickets to the game. <laughs> so he hurt his shoulder sometime like in the first quarter or early in the second quarter. And he the goes in. The doctor wanted locker. to watch the game. Yeah. He didn't go in. The doctor didn't show up till halftime because he didn't want to miss the game. Oh, and he said, I'm sitting there. My shoulder's hanging out. He goes, to this day, I think that's oh, why man. it never healed right. But wow. yeah. Oh, it was that. more than just that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought you said. I thought you were going to say he's in the stands. I had to get him on the stands <laughs> of those two tickets. No, he was. He was, he was, in, the he was in the stands. Yeah. Yes, he watching was watching the game. The game. Oh my God. 
and he didn't want to miss it, so he came at halftime. Okay, bud, what's wrong with you? And it's not like the doctor had a cell phone on him. Right, and it was, at a, it, it was an away game, so the doctor was probably a fan of whoever <laughs> where they were. Oh, man, I don't know if that's He came down at halftime to check in. <laughs> that's as bad oh, that's as the right. They gave me these tickets. So that's anyway, right. well, let's go. That was good to see him. Uh, However, Tyler there. Smith was not out there. And he wasn't. He had a, a little bit of an ankle issue. Mike McCarthy said afterwards he didn't think it was that serious, but they didn't want to take any chances. Uh, so he he missed the practice. Um, and there was somebody else that was – oh, Jaron J. Curse was able to work too. So that was good to see him back because he's missed basically the last two weeks. Um, McEwen was out. Uh McEwen, yes, and it sounds like he may be out for a while, which doesn't bode well mm. for him to maybe making that roster because they really like Hendershot, the free agent right. tight end. They only from, have three tight ends right now. From Indiana, yeah. With Dalton Schultz and Jake Ferguson and Peyton Hendershot. But they might have four running backs because uh, Malik Davis has really come on. Mm. Uh, and they like Dottle. You know, he's come back from the hip surgery that he had that ended his season last year. But uh, this kid from Florida, he, he can scoot now. Malik Davis. Yeah. So that'll be interesting decision they, they have to make. Um, so, yeah, uh, I thought it was a good practice. I thought one of the things – well, a couple of things that stood out. CD looked like he was fine. He was hooking up with Dak just fine. But, you know uh, – Cavante Turpin made a name for himself in that previous preseason game with the returns, but I thought he did a really good job as a receiver mm-hmm. last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, say what you want about it. You know, people might not respect his receiving ability, but you better cover him, right? Because he's going to run by somebody. Uh, well, you know they're, they're just you never know when they, right now. Yeah, they're and you never know they when they might throw talent. it to them, yeah. right? And I saw one of the things they were doing I thought it was very interesting because I think a lot of times you know, defenses think, okay, when he's in and he goes in motion, they're running a jet sweep. Mm-hmm. Well, they were running him on motion like it was a jet sweep, and then they were throwing the ball to where he came from. Right. So they're thinking everybody's going to overreact and go with him, and the running back's going to go the other way. He is a natural catcher of the football. Yes, I mean you can just if go you can look catch at punts and kickoffs. Yeah, yeah and he's pretty good at catching. Right, passes. and you can even tell looking at his seven-on-seven fan-controlled football league highlights <laughs> and how quickly he turns around, makes a you know a snatch grab, whatever. He was like that at, at TCU too. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's just a natural he, athlete. He made some catches like that in that first practice against the Chargers. And uh, they, they threw one behind him, and he twisted his body and came back inside. And it made comes the easy catch. for him. It's, it's amazing. And, right. and, and here's the other thing. This is pretty funny. So I went to interview him. It was just me and him. And uh, it's the first time I think I've looked Who's at an NFL. I looked at an NFL player straight in the eye, right? And, and I said, so how does, how does a guy my size going to make it Who's in the taller? NFL, right? And he goes, speed kills. And That's I go, it. What do you run, Mickey? Yeah. I, I was pretty fast in third grade, okay? Yeah. yeah uh-huh. okay. I don't okay. know what happened after that. That's what all the slow kids told you. Right? <laughs> and so, um, yeah. And, 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 and then he, he basically pointed out that he goes, you know, I, I got to show him I can be a receiver because I can do special teams in my sleep. 
and I think he's right because some of the some of the moves he made on those returns, oh, you don't teach good. that stuff. No, right? you don't. That little step that back, that step back on the punt. It wasn't just the step back; it was the cut to the right as well. Yes, he was going without left, losing the, cut the speed. To the, exactly, it's like he set it up the way a good point guard sets up a crossover. It was pretty good. Yeah. So last night, I thought he had a, a really nice night as a receiver. So that that was a good sign and. You know, he's basically on the team right after those two kicks. Not well, oh, tell me this. All of that's very exciting, uh, but we have issues. Yes. And, and so I want to. Uh, before to, we get to the issues, I got one more thing on Cavante here. So, how tall is he? They say 5'7. Okay. How tall are you? 158. So, I'm 5'6, 160. Uh, well, at the, his pro day, he measured 5'8 and 7'8. So, he's almost 5'9. Mm-hmm. That's what I heard. That's what it said on his and, pro day numbers. Pro day, they, they're usually <laughs> they're usually right on. <laughs> what kind of shoes did you have on? Did you have five eight and seven tenths, one hundred and fifty eight pounds. Well, they so are, how's the one fifty eight compare with so you? So are the are the <laughs> it's two pounds lighter. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's what I said. Okay. Were you not listening? I'm I not listening. You. I heard you. <laughs> when I said it was my size, it was my size. <laughs> How many bench reps can you do of 225 pounds? Uh, none. Okay. He's, he's got you by two. He uh, can do two. Uh, <laughs> he's got me 40 by two. 40-inch vertical. He's got me by two. 40 vertical and a 10-9 wow. broad jump. Wow. So no, that guy, he just won one 665 cone drill. So did he go 4-2-9? It says on here a 4-5, yeah. and I think it was – 4-5? Uh, yeah, it's not right. So that so makes, makes so you question the, the height's you question, probably not right either. It makes you question the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. All right, go ahead, Everson. No, no, I, I am just a fan that happens to be on this podcast, and all I rem- remember from last draft, we were trying to fill in offensive line. I recall this offseason, we lost Washington to injury, and now we're dealing with these wide receivers that we know nothing about. We haven't gone to get anyone out there in free agency. Uh, Beckham is still out there. Can't play. Can't play. Well, he's not he's ready. Not, he's not ready. ACL still, still just like him. Gallup. Yeah. He's, and just like Jamison Williams, who's going to be midseason before the Lions will have him. Right. So, so what's the progress on especially those two units? Because that's key. You can talk all the noise you want about how well Dak is playing, who's, who he's throwing to, and the little short passes. we got to be able to run this freaking football. Well, so run the football and throw the football. Yeah, but I want to run the football first because when you lose games in the playoffs, and that's the memory that I have to this day, is losing games in the playoffs because you can't run the ball. Not only can you not run the ball, you don't Stop even it. need to blitz us to get pressure on the quarterback. So you're con- more concerned. Your concern is the offensive line? Always has been. Okay. Always has and, been. Uh, and you're you, – Especially coming out of the gate, playing Tampa Bay and Cincinnati, two pretty high-powered offenses, pretty accomplished quarterbacks That's there. Right. Who okay, can't, who can't protect so you're their not, own quarterback? So by you the way. are not as concerned about what's at wide receiver right now as much as is it are is things coming to compared to on the offensive, the offensive line. line. Okay, well, they're having problems at wide receiver also. Uh, Tampa Bay because mm-hmm. they're not sure Godwin's going to be ready. He's only eight. Evans months. just came back from yeah from a hamstring. Mm-hmm. It was a hamstring, and mm-hmm. we'll see what he's got. Uh, Gage was out with a hamstring. 
and Godwin's eight months removed from his ACL, and was a, his was just such a bad injury. His was just, I think, a little bit before uh, Gallup's. Mm-hmm. So they've got some, and they've got major problems on their offensive line. I think they've got one starter back from last they year. They lost Ryan Jensen. I think they did lose And they one. just lost their center. Right. Mm-hmm. Their what, what happened with him? That was ACL. Okay. Uh, their their uh, guard from last year, is it Marpet? Marpet? Yeah, Allie, Allie Marpet. He uh, retired, and uh, the guys that were taking his place haven't played that much. And then they just lost uh, Worf, I think, for um, – uh, he's got an oblique strain, and they think it could be a couple career? months before oh, he's back. I was say, not so they, they've they're, they've got to redo their entire offensive line. Backup guard Aaron Stinney just uh, went Stinney on IR, went, with and they an ACL. had him. They had him listed as a starter, and now it's between uh, uh, Go Who's a second round uh, draft pick rookie, right, out and, of Central and Michigan, Nick Leverett. Uh, they're competing for that other guard spot. They they traded for Shaq Mason from from New England, so yeah, they've got a makeshift offensive line too. And they've and got see, some we, injuries. We we need to worry about more than just Tampa, you know. Oh, more, I know more than those two teams. I mean, you know, it's a lot of pressure winning the NFC East uh, the way we did. Uh, everyone assumes that it's just a done deal, and we just got to show up, roll the ball out there, and then we're going to win the game. And and to me, that's a that's a dangerous thing to play with when you don't have, to me, it, when when the trenches are not taken care of, when your offensive line can't carry your offense and it's very inconsistent. Even though our numbers look great, Spags, they always have. I get that numbers look great, but when you need when you need to run the ball and that's your staple, I like Dak Prescott being our lead guy. I'd rather I'd be more comfortable with our running game being what's more important for us, being our catalyst. Let me uh, clear up something on Tristan Wirfs, their uh, right tackle, who was first-round pick last year. Uh, Todd Bowles yesterday said he uh, he hears Tristan Wirfs is on schedule and doesn't currently have any worry about his availability for week one hmm. with a oblique strain. Well, okay. So uh, He might enter into it okay, it but he might here, leave yeah. out. He it, might not leave out okay. He says he's encouraged, mm-hmm. yes. Yes. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. I got it written so down he's, right He's here. day-to-day. We'll see. Everybody's encouraged mm-hmm. about him. You know, I just saw somebody wrote something about Ma- Michael Gallup. Oh, looks like he's ahead of schedule. Okay, but his schedule was probably <laughs> the 1st of October, right? <laughs> that didn't mean September 11th. And he was pretty adamant of uh, <laughs> uh, beginning of August that there's no way he can get back for yeah. September 11th. Yeah, and then, you know, look, you know, when you ask guys about their injury, they're coming back tomorrow in their mind. I'm good. Right? That's the two words, no, I'm good. No one ever says, I don't know, <laughs> no, I don't think I can no, make it. Right? I'm good. That's now, going to back to the offensive line, so I think the key thing in all that is – that Terrence Steele has to be what they think he is because they moved on from Lyle Collins. Mm-hmm. Last year, they will tell you that he outplayed Lyle Collins last year, and I see where Lyle Collins is now out again, uh, personal reasons after he was out for an injury reason. They need to be right about that. Uh, I think that 
And if you believe Zach Martin, Zach Martin said, if you go look at the coach's film from last year, Terrence Steele is the reason uh, the success that we had in the run game, Mm -hmm. uh, he was leading the charge. So I I think the question is keeping – Tyron Smith healthy how for is the he looking? majority of the game. And he, I don't mean just how how is he looking? He, he, he's been okay. He's He had a little trouble last night with Micah Parsons, but everybody Who does, right? right. Uh, and then at the guard spot, Tyler, Tyler Smith is good. Uh, he just has to be consistent. And he's getting – he had a – he's he's had a few problems, you know, with the holding calls – He's got to understand what Connor Williams didn't understand. Once you made your block, you're good. You don't have to pancake the guy. It has to be. It's just footwork after that, Spence. And then then once you put the guy on the ground, just let him go when he turns because he's he's done, right? And that's how he got called for that stupid hold in the first preseason of the game. He had the guy stunned. And then the guy turned sideways. Each one he he had him stunned. Each one he had him blocked. Yeah. And it's like, and those guys got flag happy in that game. By the way, we haven't had a chance to talk about that. Jesus. Seventeen. <laughs> Seventeen. Seventeen. Even that's McCar- not familiar. McCarthy must have addressed the question <laughs> after the game at least three times, right? The fourth time, he finally said what he wanted to say. He said, "Yeah, I was a little surprised they called that many penalties in a first preseason game." I know he was stewing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, so now, so, went, but that's the isn't that the same way that it went when when we when they visited to to come and, and practice against us? Didn't this, we have the same problems in practice that we had in the game in regards to holding the matchup want? problems we were having our offensive line versus the Broncos' offense defensive line? Oh, um, I thought it was just in the game. I didn't think it was that bad. Although I did watch. A lot of the Cowboys. No, no, I watched the offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't really have that big of a problem. But look, here's here's what happens when you're playing all these young guys. You didn't play any starters. Uh, Biadish was in there. Uh, when you're getting beat, that's when you hold, right? You're hanging on for dear life. You know, same thing with the secondary. When you get pass interference, usually. You're beat, and you're trying to make up for your getting beat, and and that happened a couple times. And um, the inconsistency um, in this case, it was good because we didn't, we weren't consistently bad. You know, the first game was was bad. Second game, we looked like we were in much control uh, doing out throughout throughout most so of the ball. So the only game. question you will have is, all right, can these starters do what they need to do without playing a preseason game, and you know, and I keep hearing about, well, Dak, you know, he hadn't taken any snaps. Well, guess what? Last year, he didn't have any snaps mm-hmm. in preseason. And he, he was not. coming off that injury, and he threw for, what, 400 yards against Tampa Bay? Well, not just Tampa Bay, the whole year. So, I mean, we had more but you're right. Than anybody else and, 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 and at times, they have run the ball well, not consistently well, but at times, even against the first team defense which, by the way, might be pretty good. Uh, the defensive front has looked awfully awfully well. Let's uh, talk more about that as we look ahead to Friday and the Seattle Seahawks when we come back on Mix Shots in just a moment. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm a broken traffic light. Stop and go is the name of my game. 
It's easy. You go, they go. What was it? They go, you go. <laughs> and if you have the wrong car insurance, these repair costs could stop you in your tracks. So get Allstate's new low auto rate and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Not available in every state, based on coverage and limits selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh. She's doing great. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? <sighs> great job, honey! Oh. oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. <sighs> The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek. Get your seat in a seat. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back, back, back to Mick Shots. Yo, Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> Blockchain.com. This second segment is brought to you by Blockchain.com. I guess this is this, our third segment. You were supposed right? to read the first take. No, it's too long. Oh. I'll read. I'll I'll do it by memory. Make sure you get out to Tostitos <laughs> Championship Plaza tomorrow morning from nine to eleven. Michael Irvin will be joined by Jerry Jones as they take on Stephen A. Smith on first take, nine to eleven. All right, there you go. And the cheerleaders are. Oh, that's there. right. The Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. It's a busy day for them because I'm sure they will be on the blue carpet as well for the big. Uh, Festivities tomorrow night that Everson Walls will be a part of. Cowboys mm-hmm. kicking off the season on Thursday at the Star Cannot in Frisco. Wait. Let's talk about this Dallas defense. And Mickey Spagnola is very excited about what he has seen in Oxnard, California, and throughout the preseason. And in this last practice with Anthony Barr on the field. So when they go base defense... Leighton Vanderish, Micah Parsons, and Anthony Barr. I'll guarantee you the Cowboys have never gone out there with three linebackers who have all been to a Pro Bowl. 
hmm. at the same time. Not the Pro Bowl at the same time, but on the field mm-hmm. at the same time. And, boy, he sure looks – I didn't realize he was that big. He's huge. He's like 6'5", 250, and to run the way he runs. Well, they used to make him like that all the time in, in, in uh, Minnesota, in Minneapolis. That's what they had, yeah, right? Yeah, Blair, remember Blair? Yeah. Yeah. And so if he is – at least close to what he's been, and have those three guys, and and Quinn is having a field day with this combination of using different ways. You know, you, you go to nickel, and you can have Barr and Van Der Esch on the field, and Micah, you can put a defensive end, or you can have all three of them out there, and you put him Micah next to the defensive end as a, as a pass rusher. Uh, he, he's had so many different combinations with those guys. Uh, it'll be interesting to see when he comes up with a game plan. Uh, but you got two linebackers that can rush the quarterback. Can we play against the, the run. run? And that's what uh, remains to be seen. But they've done a pretty good job against the Cowboys stopping the run. They've leaked some big plays. Uh, and then you look, you get J. Ron Curse back out there. They've been. There was a couple plays in the preseason game that they had Jabril Cox covering somebody in the slot. Um, and so I think their matchups are better. And the other guy that has really come on to help out stopping the run is Quinton Bohanna. Uh, they've been running him with the first team. It's it's been him and Osa out there. And then they can bring in Neville Gallimore. Um, so Gallimore wouldn't be a starter? Well, they haven't used him as a starter right now. They've brought him in for Osa uh, at times and kind of rotating him in. So um, Osa has been extremely consistent. Then. But, but yes, and, 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 and Bohanna, uh, it's like, I don't know if you were listening, Bill, when we interviewed Mike, but I was saying, you know, before – you know, when you said Q, it was Dan Quinn. I said, now when you say Q, it's it's Quentin Bohanna. And Mike goes, oh, no, that's big Q. <laughs> <laughs> so he's done a pretty nice job in there. Uh, and, and so I'll be interested to see if, if, if teams can run against him because with the second line, no one's really run against them in these two preseason games. Mm-hmm. They, they've been pretty good. Okay. You're a longtime Cowboy fan. Okay. These three linebackers, Michael Parsons, Anthony Barr, Leighton Vander Esch, how do they compare as we bring it back to the beginning bring it back, of the show? Baby, bring it back. To Chuck Howley, yep. Leroy, Jordan, Leroy Jordan, and Dave Edwards. Mm-hmm. You might have to go back that far to find another threesome. If you think and Howley and Jordan were Pro Bowl. Now, Dave Edwards never made the Pro Bowl, right. but that's kind of gets back. Dave Edwards, in a 13-year career with the Cowboys, missed one game, and he was the solid guy right alongside the other Always. guys. Well, you know? I, you know what? I wrote about it in training camp, and, and I kept looking at the combinations at linebacker, and I said, you might have to go back to those three guys. And those three guys had the luxury of a great defensive line as well. Right. So mm-hmm. let's not forget that. I don't think these guys are that lucky yet to con- to be considered considered their defensive line right now with Chuck Howley's defensive line. That's a tough one. Mm-hmm. And, and, and they're still working on the the right defensive end spot. Uh, they've been using different combinations there. You know, normally when they're in base defense, the start Dorrance Armstrong's out there. I think he's pretty good against the run. I haven't seen much yet as a pass rusher. 
but they put, you know, Dante Fowler, I thought, got off to a real slow start in training camp. But he's lately, this last week or so, he's really picked it up. And all of a sudden, I'm seeing 56. Before, I was going, where's 56? Mm-hmm. Now, uh, he's flashed. <clears throat> so I think he's done well. Uh, Sam Williams has got talent. He's just got to be consistent. And he's got to recognize things a little bit better. Um, it it, it would have been in the Chargers game. They ran a screen to his side, and he's got a feel. When they let you go like that, something's up, right? And he went charging at the quarterback and the whole left side of the the Cowboys' right side – they threw a screen and it was wide open. You know, you know it's it's a lot to ask for a rookie right? coming in. But I and, think as a designated yeah. pass, yeah, rusher, I mean, you got to have a package for right. someone like him. You know, and they've used him inside at times. Uh, so I think that's been. I say I say that and then think about what Micah did last year. But I mean, Micah, <laughs> right. yeah, Micah but is no, just Micah, yeah, I mean, Micah. it's a whole different, totally yeah, different. But, but right. when you have someone who might may not be as good as what has previously been been seen. You have to introduce things in a timely fashion. You know, don't make him think too much. Mm-hmm. Right. Prioritize properly. To me, that was always the best way to go. I always say, make sure this doesn't happen, and then we start from there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Worst case scenario first, then start from there. Sometimes people need to be introduced in a certain way. And, and you know, just because he's not Michael, that doesn't mean he can't be just right. as dynamic. And, and even Basham has started to pick up towards the end of training camp. Uh, in a couple of the preseason games. So they've got a combination there. But here's what everybody forgets. Demarcus Lawrence missed all of last season. Everybody looks at his stats and they go, well, he only had three sacks. Well, he missed nine games. He got hurt against Tampa Bay and it was It was in practice after ten, ten weeks after, later yeah. he was back. And and so Jones fracture. Uh Sound Same familiar? as James Washington. Right. <laughs> and 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 so and and you know you say you come back well, you needed two games to move in, right, his snaps, those first. So he's really played five full games, and they kind of regulated his snaps. He played pretty damn well when he came back. But yeah. Yes, he did. So <laughs> so now if he can, you know, you got him on he the field. He made some hell of a plays when he came back. And I he's good say. against the run. Mm-hmm. That's what everybody Which forgets. Which is why he got his deal in the offseason, too. Right. Yeah. And they made sure they kept him based somehow, on Somehow, some way, mm-hmm. right? And. And so, and then you got you got two linebackers basically playing on their same deal, Van Der Esch and Barr, a one-year deal for two million. You could make three. I mean, that's a steal. Uh, so, yeah, it's a steal if it works. If it works, yes. And if it doesn't, you didn't spend anything. You didn't commit that much. So, um, speaking of commitment, so they committed to. Brett Maher as their kicker. Oh, yeah. By that way. Um, and I mean, did he just miss? Did he miss less? Is that the, can we look at this? They, oh, I, can I he really they, kick? They was he at, really kicking? They looked at last year, and he was 16 of 18 with the Saints. Uh, and he kicked at the end of the year. And it sounded like had he been healthy from the beginning, he would have had the job. Uh, he, he suffered – some sort of, I, I, I want to say it was a hip injury or something, and so they put him on injured reserve. The Saints w- went through five kickers uh, up until the point Maher came back, and then and he made 16 of 18. He was actually uh, 26 out of 30 because he was 10 of 12 on extra points. Mm. Ever so. Well, 
I'm talking field goals. Well, I'm talking extra points. It's 33 <laughs> and, yards. And, 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 and that <laughs> happens. Now become a field goal. Right? <laughs> That's right. Which happens to be important, right? Uh, and I think McCarthy said it, uh, you know, when they decided on him, it's like they, the, the, uh, from Learham, his kickoffs might have separated him, which is something I don't think we think about. Because that's what happened with the tryouts when he tried out with those other three guys. Man, there were there were kickoffs being sprayed all over the place, mm-hmm. right? And and McCarthy said, "Well, his kickoffs made the difference." We're gonna we're gonna be thinking about kickoffs <laughs> when our guy gets back there to try to return one, right? <laughs> so Liram, what was Liram's story? I I thought he was good, mm-hmm. and I I thought he had a a really strong leg. You notice I didn't try to say his last name, so Hiraluha, Hiraluha, Hiraluhu, Hiraluhu. Got to get the A and the U That's right, right? right? That's right. why I didn't try to say. It. <laughs> um, and and I thought he was good. Um, he he kicked well, uh, you know, and and he had one bad day in training camp, uh, and then after they cut Garibay, he really got it in gear. And now he, and he will kick in this league this season. You watch. He will, will he will get picked up by or somebody, they might and he might be back. back here yeah. too. Yeah, that's why you know, <laughs> all it takes is one bad Friday I, night. I kept saying, I kept saying, don't 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 discount <laughs> don't discount Zerline coming back. But he ended up winning that kicking competition. They cut Pinero, uh, but yeah, um, you know, and, and I looked, but I started listing the kickers that have been released. Oh my gosh, Pinero. Who was the college kicker that you were? Cameron were Dicker. Remember the college from kicker Texas? that we signed that, that that you would talk about in the college? He was just kicking so well. I can't. This remember. year? It was it was last year. Like like leading up to the draft that he yeah, was talking yeah, about. Yeah, leading up to the draft. You t- we and we were looking at him. Uh, it was a college guy. You said he was kicking his butt off. I don't remember. Well, it was Garibay. Was that it? Yeah. This okay. Texas Tech. Okay. Yeah, and he he got competition, and he went right down the tubes. He, he All of a sudden, he couldn't hit anything, and it was almost embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, but he lost confidence. And I said that to somebody, and they said, yeah, he needed a mental coach more than a technical Technique. Never know, man. It's not all and then about there the was Cade York, who is from LSU. Mm-hmm. He's from Prosper here uh-huh. in town. We talked about him leading up to the draft. He's with the Browns. Okay. So, so the other guy I recognized was only because Elliot Fry, uh, Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he was the guy that hit Campo in the head with a kick. <laughs> what? <laughs> His kick was so bad, Campbell was standing on the <laughs> sideline somewhere or behind the uh, hit Campbell. At a Jacksonville game? At pre- in a practice, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay. So they, they they cut him and they signed uh, the Chargers backup they kicker, up James McCourt. McCourt. Yeah, or, or, they had, the or they had brought in Fry and somebody else hit him in the head. I can't remember. <laughs> I can't <laughs> Elliot Campo. Fry was in the he – was, he, he, he's doing uh, some sort of podcast or something. He was at the practice and he was standing in the back of the, in the end zone <laughs> and he got kicked it so wide it hit him in the head. That's what Vogue did. Of all the people. Yeah, Vogue's pe- kicks used to go, <laughs> Yeah. All right, I'm out of time. Yeah. I got work to do. We are. 
So Ryan Santoso, Nick Skiba, Cameron yeah, Dicker's out there. Yeah. yeah, you said that already. Dicker yeah. the kicker. Gabe yeah. Bursick. But he was uh, Burkich from That's OU. Oklahoma guy, yeah. right? He's yeah. out there. Yeah. So, so okay. who knows? Somebody said, oh, yeah, he, well, somebody's got to get cut better than this list here to, to say, okay, they're going to take over for Marr. But Larum probably ought to just keep kicking. Yeah, because that's what sharp. that's what Mars done, right? He didn't this, mm-hmm. he didn't have a job until the Cowboys brought him in for the workout. Yeah. So when's our next time? When are we coming? Yeah. Back? When are we back? Should be Monday at two, right? Monday, Wednesday. Okay, we're going Monday, Wednesday next week. Right. Okay. Providing we have power on Monday. <laughs> and then during the I'm season, so and then that. during Daily. the season, we're going to be at noon. Okay. Noon to one. All right. Very good. All right. Put All right, that, put that in your calendar. Be, Got it. Yeah, the season will be here before you know it. And enjoy the Cowboy. Well, enjoy the Cowboys open practice tonight. Yes. Enjoy Michael Irvin Day tomorrow and preseason uh, game Irvin on Day. Friday. <laughs> That's scary. <laughs> and preseason game on uh, Friday. The Jerry Jones kickoff classic on Saturday afternoon at there 1 o'clock go. featuring Cedar Hill and Rockwall. Nice. There you go. Nice. Somebody so. asked the question, what player is going to show up with the best outfit on Thursday night for it will Luke be Carpenter? Mike. And I said, Michael Irvin. No mm-hmm. one would outdo Mike. That's right. Please don't try. Or they won't have the nerve <laughs> to do it. <laughs> All right. That does it for Mixed Shots, and we'll see you again next time. Go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!